This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights in your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you tick, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of The Fullness Show. Today we're airing part two of a really good conversation that I've had with a good friend, Tiffany Cepeda. She is a new author of the book, Power of Pain, and um, a new host of a podcast called um, The Power of the P Podcast. And it's all around understanding how to walk through hard times and how to really get in tune with yourself and um, listen to your body and give your mental health and physical health the space that it needs to heal and walk through hard things. I love this conversation with her, especially as a mom. Um, we relate on so many different topics, and this conversation is going to benefit you. It's going to help you. We go deeper into um, this topic. And so, yeah, enjoy. Okay, I have another question. How did you recognize and identify the aspects of pain you needed to overcome? Yeah, this is a this can be a deep question. How deep do you want me to go? <laughs> go all the way, sister. Get it. Get okay. it. Okay. So um I'll go in chronological order. So in childhood, and I think this is important to address, especially if you're a mama because or a parent of any sort. Um, and I believe I do want to preface this. I have been through times where I went through infertility. It took me over three years to get pregnant with my oldest. And um, I think trusting the timing, trusting the process of God, 
in that, but I still was able to, as painful as that season was for me, I was able to love on other people's kids. And so I want to say that motherhood is all about not just a biological parent. We are all mothers Mm -hmm. because we all have the opportunity to be able to love on and mentor and impact other people, even if it's your friend's kids. And so I say this because even ourselves, you know, what we don't work on or what we don't address is going to impact even them, not just Mm. your own children, so to speak. Mm. So with that said, going back into my childhood um, and being able to talk to my mom about her story and and remembering she has her own story and I was never really there during her story. You Mm. know, I can only understand the pieces that she can communicate with me. And, um, so we each have our own journeys, just as your children, my children will fully understand my story. It's part of the reason why I wrote it down in a book and I journal mm. to them individually because I want them to know their life the way mm. that it was and the way that not just I saw it or that they're going to perceive it because I think that in itself is healing. So mm. I think for me trying to discover the roots of where did I come from? What was it like? Why did we get into that situation? Nobody gets married to be in an abusive relationship. No one gets married to be in a toxic relationship. No one gets married to get divorced. That's like mm-hmm. a ridiculous thing to think about, right? Right. And so I wanted to understand, I think, the whys to help me process um, where where I came from and what caused me to feel abandonment. That was a big thing I struggled with. Mm. You know, my dad died when I was 12, but I also didn't feel like he was a super loving dad. And Mm. so I had always had this void, even though I really felt like Jesus fulfilled that. I always wanted, I used to cry and beg him like, please, Lord, just give me, I want, I wish you could have given me a tangible dad, like an earthly Mm. dad that could have Mm. just held me and loved me, you know? Mm. And so I think I had to learn to go through. I wanted, I had this desire to understand the why, but I will Mm. say this, I figured out pretty quickly that I couldn't stay in figuring out the why, because it becomes like this hamster wheel effect. And sometimes we won't know all the answers and that will drive anybody crazy and then you can't move forward. Mm -hmm. So, and the whole goal of healing is moving forward. And so Mm. that's when I really started my journey in therapy, because I wanted to go all the way back to what are some things like you said about even the shame you didn't even know that was there there are always going to be things in our life that we don't know are there and sometimes it does take therapy to help weed that out by asking us questions we would never think to ask and telling us to you know do certain things that we would never think to do that can help release some of these thoughts and to give us tips on how to slow anxiety sometimes we don't even know why where the anxiety is coming from we've just lived with it our whole life and i know a lot of people like that i talk to who anxiety anxiety they don't even think they have it but all the physiological responses are there. They're just so used to living with it and carrying yeah. it with them their whole life. So things like that became my why. Like I really wanted to know why, because I had felt so much anxiety and I just couldn't figure out why. I was like, mm. I feel like I'm spiritually healthy. I feel like I'm thriving in my typical everyday life. Like I know this happened, you know, in my childhood and um, I know I'm my, you know, former marriage was really struggling. So that was a stressor. I knew where that was coming from. Um, and I couldn't figure out why either. And so again, 
I went through therapy in that season and really wanted to get somebody else's perspective, somebody else that was not in my life, Mm -hmm. someone that could see it from a very different point of view than my own head, or then maybe what my family would say, because everyone has their own opinions. And so um, I think I had to walk through a lot of that. And then even when it comes to, I will say this, we attract what is most familiar to us. And Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize that. I truly thought in my last relationship, it was a healthy thing in the beginning. Mm. Uh, Then walking through a lot of those stories, (laughs) journeys that I went through, what I I came to quickly realize, wow, this is not in alignment with you, Lord. And this isn't healthy, especially based on the things I've been working through and that I have recognized even from my, my child. And I feel like it's almost repeating itself in a very different manner, better than what I experienced in my childhood. Mm. But in a lot of ways, it was going towards that route. And I think for me, I was like, I'm not going to raise my child in this. I'm not going to repeat and make him live through what I've had to live through in this unhealthy dynamic. Mm -hmm. And so it looked so good to the outside going back to the you know, the church aspect, um, so much so that when we had to go our separate ways, which was a really hard and scary thing, being a single mom, figuring out what am I going to do? I had no family that lived here. Mm. Um, all of our families lived out of state. Wow. It was a risky thing, but I really knew this is what I needed to do to be the healthiest, to recreate, uh, life. And so I think going through that, I ended up getting, what's the right word? (laughs) Like shunned from the church Mm. and um, all of that because Mm. of what this whole thing and this perception of divorce is, which I want to talk on perception. I think that brings, it goes hand in hand with pain. I talk a lot about that in my book because what we may think or see a glimpse of somebody's life or journey or story, whether it's yours, whether it's mine, whether it's someone on the internet, we make these really found hard assumptions or judgments. And we almost base them as truth when they may not be and most likely are not truth Mm -hmm. uh, because we don't have the full story or the full picture. We just see a snapshot or a quick reel. Reels are very popular right now, but you don't know what that whole story on you is. You don't know what the behind the scenes really is like. And so therefore, instead of coming alongside to help, I mean, I lost all my friends. I even had a pastor tell me, you don't believe in God. You're doing this. You do not believe in God. Do you know what you're doing to your child? And I'm like, you have no idea what is really going on. And to make some sort of assumption or judgment, I share this because I know a lot of people that this happens to, but people are too afraid to talk about it. Right. And And confused. So confused. And so you're getting these conflicting messages of like, okay, so you're telling me to stay in something that's unhealthy because of a a legalistic manner or because that's what you think it is and is healthy or what you may see from the outside, you know, when... That's not that's not the truth. And, and that's not right to encourage people on any front. I don't care what it is. 
uh, to stay or remain in anything, whether it's a dynamic, a friendship, whatever, um, that is extremely toxic and actually destroying a family or a person. And there's a lot more of that going on today in everyday life, even within the church, but it's not addressed. It's not talked about. There's no guidance. There's no help on how to navigate these things. A lot Mm. of it's, well, just go to counseling, just go to therapy. It'll fix it. Okay. But let's look at maybe that dynamic was never designed to be. And we need to go back to the the true biblical context of what being equally yoked is, what be, mm-hmm. what marriage really is. And let's study that because if we're just going off of what we read for face value, we will misinterpret so much of God's heart. And I think that was the biggest lesson I had to learn was God's mm-hmm. heart is very different than what I I think was taught. And I think through my own experiences and journey and walk with him and through my own therapies, um, that was the biggest healing and like aha pivotal moment was recognizing Mm. God's heart versus recognizing what I think everyone around me was saying. And sometimes Mm. you have to shut off the voices and it has nothing to do with not getting wise counsel. You do get wise counsel, you get it from the Lord, you get it from the Holy spirit and you go get it from a professional, somebody that's outside. Yes. And um, when you can do that, I feel like that is what, what helped me to make the best assessments of how to healthily heal from my mm. pain and to move mm. forward. So I didn't recreate that ripple effect into my kids' lives. And, yeah. you know, and so, and the crazy thing is how God redeems it because um, years later, I ended up meeting my current husband and never did I think I would get remarried. But, um, it has been the best journey and the most healing because I think it's like God answered my prayer through, through Nelson showing me, this is how I designed love. This is how I designed marriage. It does exist. And, um, and so with that, I think just understanding God's heart, uh, instead of misinterpreting God's heart. Mm. And that mm. was a, the biggest pivotal shift, even on how to heal through the divorce process. That was so beyond hard. I would never wish it on anybody, but it was the best thing that I think I could have ever gone through Mm. for the healing sake. And even to be where I am today, Mm. um, not just in my walk with the Lord, but just in my, my life as a whole. And, um, there is freedom where you can take time to understand and recognize that. But, um, the last thing I wanted to touch on to answer this is your physiological body. This is missed a lot. You need to listen to your physiological responses. That was another big thing. I think that that another point that really stuck out to me. I didn't feel a certain way before this, you know, individual, and now I've been feeling more than ever anxious, depressed. Um, I can't sleep. I mean, all of these crazy things that were going on. And it wasn't a hormone thing. I'd gone to different doctors. I'd gone to internists. I even went to a GI doctor because I was having like digestive issues. I mean, my body, my literal physical health was like just dissipating Mm. and I couldn't figure out why, like I wasn't doing anything different. And after going through a lot of different doctors and, and therapists, which unfortunately it took that long, but they're like, it's your environment, you know, what you're in, what you're around that is causing your body to respond physiologically because of the amount of stress, the amount of anxiety, the amount of trauma that you are having to deal with. And even the the mental and emotional 
aspects that come with that are Mm. very wearing. And so Mm. listen to your body. If you're around something unhealthy, if you're in a situation or a circumstance that's unhealthy, addictions play into this too. You will start feeling those physiological responses. And I think just recognize it. Don't push it off thinking, oh, I'm just having a tough week at work. Right. Right. And that's, um, I think that's the part that a lot of people struggle with the most is actually quieting everything to pay attention to your body. Um, which like, that's something that I actually teach in my course is just, just on clutter in your house, like super surface, you know, situation, pay attention to what happens in your body when you walk into your home. How do you feel? And people will do that and be like, I never realized that I like tense up when I get home. And and I don't relax like you're supposed to when you get home and be like, oh, I'm home. Um, And and just paying attention to just quieting, just getting aware and creating some space and some some, um, true uh, time to investigate yourself is so beneficial. I'm so glad you shared that. Friend, I am finally launching my very first course and I have to tell you about it because I'm so freaking excited about it. It's called Heck Yes to Less Declutter Your Whole Home and it is literally a course that takes you through your entire house, every room, every closet, every bedroom, every drawer, every nook and cranny, every thought, every conversation you might have. Um, I teach about your kids. My kids teach about the kids. My husband teaches the guys. Like this is a gold mine for change in your home. If you are overwhelmed by stuff, if your laundry feels unmanageable, if your kitchen is constantly dirty, if you feel like you can just never get any help in the house, if you feel like toys are just coming out of your kids' ears, if you are just frustrated with your house and it's just not serving you and you feel like you are a slave to your home, this is for you. I cannot shout it enough. This is made for you. It is 35 plus videos for the busy mom. It is self-paced. You jump in there and you go video by video. I take you through the mindset shift. I educate you on clutter and what it's actually doing to your heart and to your mind and to your body. I talk through how to talk to your spouse about it, how to talk to your kids about it. I take you through every single thing you would need to know about decluttering your home. But not only that, I also help you create rhythms and routines that help you manage and keep up with the clutter in your house because clutter is coming in all of the time. And I'm helping you learn how to develop a decluttering lifestyle bit by bit, bite by bite. So you are not overwhelmed and it's not this huge shifting change. It's a slow, organic, natural shift that your family will feel, that you will feel immediately, and you're going to feel so much lighter and so much freer. You're going to have so much more time and energy on your hands because you're not going to be dealing with all of the crap that you're touching all day long, picking up and handling. It is going to lighten your load so much, and I am calling you into this course. This is for you. I have been there. I know what it's like and it is miserable when you can't sit and enjoy your home, when you feel like it takes hours to pick up and you can't have people over, when you're just constantly thinking through like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do that. It takes you days to get ready for company. I've been there, friend, and this is no way to live. So I'm calling you into freedom. I'm calling you into overflow. I'm calling you into fullness. And this is where we start. We start at the surface. We start with the clutter, the surface place of our homes, and we get 
free from those before we dig deeper into the into the deeper things. And so if you are interested and you're like, um, yes, please, yes, yes, yes. I want you to jump over to abbyhaggard.com. You're going to find it all on there. It's Heck Yes to Less Declutter Your Whole Home. And as soon as you jump into the course, you will get free access to this private Facebook group that is full of women like you who are in the middle of the course, doing the work, making the life change, and they are championing each other like crazy. It's a community full of encouragement and full of life and full of hope and full of freedom. And these women are posting their before and after pictures. They're asking questions. They're, they're giving advice. They're sharing tips that have worked for them. They're talking through challenges. They're just creating this beautiful community that is just full of life. And I want you in there. I feel like the community is like just half of the goodness. It's so good. The course is incredible, but the community is just like life-giving. So jump on over there. I'm going to link to um, everything in the show notes, but I cannot wait for you to be a part of this community. It's been so special and it's been so cool to watch so many lives changed, not just the women, but their families, their families' lives are changing. This is why I did this. This is why I've poured my heart and soul into this course. It is for your family. It is for your kids, for your husband, for your relationships. This is going to change and it's going to help and it's going to lighten you. It's going to free you from the things that you don't even realize have been trapping you and stealing from you. Clutter. So I want you in there. As soon as you jump in, DM me, hit me up, tell me. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops and celebrate with you. I cannot wait to see you in there. My last question um, is kind of a two-part, but um, who belongs um, with this book? Who who does this book you know need to go to? Is it a you know what situation would you say like this is for you? If you're in this place, if you're dealing with this, if you've walked through this, this book is for you. Um, and then what would my second part question is? What would you end today's conversation with? The last thing you could share with a woman, a mom, um, in the middle of pain or a baby avoiding pain, what would you just, if you could just reach out and grab her and hold her hand and hug her heart, what would you say to her? I love that. Um, this book is for anybody that has walked through any sort of disappointment, trauma, um, any sort of uh, mental health. Maybe you are going through things that you just don't know how to navigate. Uh, if you're in any sort of dynamic where you feel controlled, you feel pressure, you Mm -hmm. feel like even in motherhood, I want to touch on that motherhood can be overwhelming and sometimes it can be hard to navigate. And a lot of times motherhood can even cause some aspects of pain that are hard yeah. because you're trying to work through your own stuff, but you're also trying to teach and create a better little human, you know, yeah. and give them the best life. And there's a lot of pressure and stress that comes with that. And almost, um, what is the word? you're like overstimulated. (laughs) I think I felt that way so much of my life and that in itself causes a level of pain. So I feel like this book is for um, not just moms, but anybody, college students who are just in a season, you feel like, I don't know what to do with my life or I'm in this relationship. I don't know how to 
how to get out of it, or I'm, I don't know what to do in my job. My job is creating this level of pressure and stress and anxiety, or maybe you just really struggle with feeling lonely. You feel mm. alone. You feel depressed. You feel mm. down. You feel like no one relates to you. Uh, this book is is for you. If you have gone through a divorce, you are in a situation that you don't know how to navigate that. Mm. Um, maybe you're in the process of going through one. I have a couple of friends that are, and it is literally like hell, especially if you have kids involved mm. and how, how do you set boundaries? How do you set healthy boundaries, you know, in situations like that? Um, especially if you have to share custody, that's something I've had to learn the hard way. Um, there's a lot in mm. here. Um, for you who feel even just spiritually challenged. Mm. I think there's so much that can be applied to through reading this book of understanding how we take care of our bodies, how we take care of our minds, how we take care of our emotions and our thoughts. Mm. That is all directed and connected spiritually. And I think we miss that. But the way that God designed our bodies is so beautiful. And I think we have to remember that we live in a very spiritual world, even though Mm. we see the physical all the time. And anything that we experience in the physical, uh, any sort of level of pain or disappointment or unmet expectations, even I've had those, Mm. you know, where I'm like, man, I I thought this was going to happen. Or maybe you're in a place in your life when you're like, I did not expect my life to be here. This is not the plan. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think we've all been there at some point. That breeds pain. And sometimes we ignore it because we just have to move on and keep going and figure out life. But you have to address those things so we don't keep making the same mistakes or the same things over again. And I think just becoming a healthy person, because we live in a sinful world, our bodies, our life, our circumstances, our brains, our emotional and physical health are not always going to be perfect. But I Mm. think if we can have tools to learn how to make those things better and thrive, if you are someone that is needing to figure out how do I thrive in this season I'm in, this book is for you. And um, if there's one thing that I could say, don't give up. Don't Mm. give up. I know a lot of people I've been there. I remember there was one time I was sitting on my knees in my apartment at the time. And I was just crying to the Lord, almost like borderline screaming, crying, (laughs) sobbing at him um, and reading the word. And I was just like, Lord, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't. And I was mm. so defeated. I, I did want to die. I just didn't mm. have the strength in me to, to literally act on that. But I, I, I know what it's like to feel so low yeah. and to be in those seasons where you feel absolutely hopeless, even though you're a Christian. And that's the worst part. I feel like I couldn't talk to anybody about it because wow. of being judged. Yeah. And so if, if there's anybody that feels that way or has ever felt that way on any level, it can mm. be as severe as what I was saying, or it can be something, you know, not as severe and a little bit more minor. It's still pain. Yeah. And if you feel embarrassed, if you feel ashamed to even talk about your pain, you need to read this book. Mm. It will open up your eyes. And I really have prayed over this book that it gets into the hands of the right people. 
and it will speak to you in the season of life that you're in. And God is going to be able to show you who he really is, not who you think he is, but who he really is and what his heart truly is for you. Mm. And that is going to be life-changing. We all experience it. But the one thing is when you have Jesus and you allow him to walk you and navigate and direct your life path through that pain, there's no shame in that. Mm. And I, that's what I want to say. Do not live in shame. Do not live in fear. Fear is forgetting everything about reality. I talk about that in my book. Mm, I love that. When you forget everything about reality, you're forgetting who's truly carrying you. And we allow our mind, we allow our emotions, we even allow our spirit to wander into areas that it shouldn't. And that in itself is an open door for the enemy. So if we Mm. don't allow and bring God into those areas, they cannot be truly restored. They cannot be truly redeemed. And you have a life that is full of redemption waiting for you. Yes. And God is just waiting to walk you down that path. And I'm telling you, cause I'm on the other side and I mm. do know God has told me, Tiffany, you are at a place of remaining and your time is coming. You who are listening, you who need to hear this, your time is coming where you yes. will remain. You are not going to be in the trenches anymore. Mm. Yes. We're going to have things in life happen, but the severity of that, mm. it will no longer be, you will remain and you will be redeemed exactly mm. where God is wanting you to be. But you have to first surrender that pride, that shame, that fear. And I think the moment that you do that, that is when you will truly be free. So I think, I know that was long, but that is that no, is my heart, so God's heart. And if anybody is listening and needs to hear that, just get on your knees, give it to him. Find, find a time, like you said, Abby, quiet your soul, mm. take out the voices, take out your fear of what other people are going to think. What are they going to say? Whether yeah. you're in the church, you're not in the church. We all feel those things. Yes. It's about yes. God. It's about his, mm. his love story for you. And I think I heard that so much, but I didn't know what that really meant until mm. I truly got a hold of what his heart is, you know, and yes. I want you to have that same experience. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad you said that. And I think that, um, if you, if you're game, I would love for you to just pray for, um, that woman, that person, whoever's listening to this episode that is like shaking. I can just see them just like, this is what I needed. This is what, um, I want. I want that redemption. I want to get out of this season. Um, I don't know how, um, would you just, would you just pray for them right now? Would you just cover them and just like, just love on them with, with your prayer? Would you do that? Yes. Thank you. Lord, I just come before you right now and I thank you. I I pray for that person listening today and for everyone listening today, Lord, that you speak to them and that you meet them where they're at. Yes, Lord. And sometimes it's hard to open up, but I ask that you would give them the courage, Lord, to know that you already know our thoughts before we think them. But just because you know that doesn't mean we don't need to share them. You still want a relationship with us. You still want us to talk to you. And I pray that you would give the courage where it's needed. Yes, You would give the desire where it's needed to want to dive deeper with you, to want to lay themselves down, to lay their pain down. They don't have to carry it anymore. That they can be open and share their story. They can be vulnerable because when we share our story with you, when we share our story with others, that testimony brings freedom in so many ways. And I really ask that you would give the courage for them to stand up, to move forward in their life, to not feel stuck. I know what it's like to feel 
stuck, but to be able to see the light and the way out Mm. and the way through. Lord, I ask that you would speak very clearly your redemption story over them, that they would hear the words that only they can hear and that they need to hear from you of where they're going, where you're going to take them, what you see. Lord, I ask that you would open up their hearts to really understand your heart, not what has been taught or told to them, but that they would hear directly from you, that they would feel your spirit so strongly that it cannot be denied, Mm. that it is just from you. And God, I pray that you would just fill their room, fill their car, fill Mm. their space, even if they're sitting on the toilet, that you would just fill (laughs) wherever it is that they are with your presence, with your peace. And honestly, Lord, with a boldness that only you can give. And I pray Mm. that. I pray for a boldness. I pray for victory. And I pray for a new, renewed mind Mm. that they can think and see differently that they don't have to be stuck in the same ways or the same patterns that continue to create the same life or the same actions. And I ask that they Mm. would think like you think, give them your thoughts, give them your emotions. I ask that you would give them your heart, that you would give them your mind and that you would give them your spirit, Lord. Mm. I thank you for this time with Abby. I pray for every person listening, that they would be inspired, that they would be able to find themselves and their story within the words spoken today. And Lord, I also ask that they would find themselves in their own story through the pages of this book, that you would speak to their hearts in a way that only you can, because everyone has a unique set of circumstances and a unique set of pain that they need to walk through. And and it comes and goes because that's life. So Lord, I thank you that you walk us through that. I thank you that you are more powerful than what we think. And a lot of times we hold ourselves back because we look at just the power we have instead of looking at Mm. the power you want to give to us. Yes. So Lord, I really ask that you would freedom, that just bring freedom, that you would cause freedom wherever it's needed, Lord. And it's not just for a time, but let it be forever. Let it be a journey that they get to walk on with you. So Lord, we thank you so much for allowing us to talk about you, for allowing us to connect with each other and with people all over the world, Lord. And I pray that you would continue to grow and spread your name and your love the way that you have desired it to be done. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Tiffany. That was beautiful and powerful. And I believe that there's people listening today that need that. They needed that. And that's going to start them on the path for healing and watching the power take place in the middle of their pain. And that's the beauty of this is that literally when we step into the power of our pain and we let God use it, I really believe that he brings us into the fullness. And that is what my whole heartbeat is, is um, walking in the fullness that Jesus said is ours. It's ours. And it's not, he didn't die just so that we would have a free ticket to heaven. He died for us to walk in the fullness of him. And, um, that's here on earth right now in the midst yeah. of where you're at. And it's not a pressure. It's a, it's permission. It's freedom. And that is, that's beautiful. And I believe that your book is going to help people do that. So thank you for writing it. Thank you for being so vulnerable and authentic and genuine and brave. You are a brave woman and 
so um, just obedient. I'm just so, I'm so impressed. I'm so proud. I'm so amazed and so proud to know you and to have you on the podcast. It's such a privilege. And I know that people are going to flock to you. So where do we find you? Where um, can I send people to get a hold of Tiffany? Oh, you are so kind. Thank you for your words. And I just love you. I love you, Abby. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Instagram. So my handle is classic and tailored. And I'd like to share a lot about daily life, mom life, all the things and just real life. Um, but mm. my book is also linked there, uh, the link in my bio. And then I also have our website, powerofthep.net, where you can grab the book or you can also grab the ebook if that's something that you prefer. Um, and I'm going to have a f- few free resources popping up there as well um, shortly. So um, <sighs> I'm excited for that just to help walk through lots of different aspects of life um, that are kind of tangibles that talk a little bit about the topics in the book. And then we also have a podcast that we've started recently. So, um, and that is called the power of the P podcast. It is available on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and Spotify as well. So we would love for you to join in. We have a little Q and a, we keep the answers private, but just so we can engage with you. I'd love to be able to engage with you on there as well. Awesome. That's wonderful. I love that. Congratulations on your podcast. That is so exciting. Oh, thank you. Yes. And we need to have you on there. I would love. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. Really be, I'd be honored. That would be so cool. Well, thank you again, Tiffany, and um, thank you everybody listening. I know this is going to rock people's worlds and help them on their journey to fullness. So, thank you so much. Thank you, friend. I'm so glad you were here with me today during this episode. If you're ready for more and want to start taking some action steps on what you've heard today. I want you to join a really special community called the Fullness Show community. It's a free, positive, and life-giving group of women just like you who are taking brave steps out of their overwhelm and into their fullness of overflow. And I want to see you in there. You are not alone, girl. Let us show you. To join the group, go to facebook.abbyhaggard.com. I can't wait to meet you in there. Thanks again for listening to The Fullness Show.